Okay, welcome back to The 100 Report. I'm Chris. I'm Charlie. And we are coming to you after quite an eventful start to the IPL, really, isn't it? Well, we've definitely learned one thing, that our predictions are wrong. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we are dreadful at predicting, it seems. In both matches. So don't listen. (laughs) Yeah, um, and also a, a spoiler as well. We we got a bit of information wrong about how many foreign players you can have on your team because we said three and you can have four. So that's another one on us. So we'll go and slap ourselves on the wrist and tell ourselves <laughs> off in due course. Um, so Chris, I, I've actually been trying to create my own dream eleven um, oh to yeah. get into uh, the IPL, but also to sort of learn more about the Indian domestic players that I didn't know so much about. I mean, I am useless at this as well. So basically, you go onto the App Store and you download the IPL app. And then when you go onto Fantasy League, it then takes you to a web page and you've got to log in separately to the Dream 11. And what you do is similar to that of Fantasy Football, if you've ever played that, is you select any of the players. You have a certain amount of credits and each player is ranked different credits. And you can pick 11 players and only four overseas ones. And then depends on how well they do in the tournament. Yeah. They obviously get ranked and you get a certain amount of points and then you move up this table. So I thought, oh, that sounds pretty easy. So I did that. And then I realized that you're allowed these transfers. And I was like, why would you be allowed so many transfers? And it turns out that you should be actually picking players for the the next match. Because obviously oh, yeah. you're picking players. So I'm picking like most of like Sunrise's players, which had already passed. <laughs> um, and you should pick for the next match that's coming up. And then you can transfer them. So it gives you more of a chance of getting more points than uh, the players they're actually playing. That, that <laughs> makes mean, sense. I, to be honest with you, right. I, I was gonna I was gonna ask about that because I, I don't really know. I've I've only ever played fantasy cricket with World Cups, and I remember having to switch players around quite a lot. But I was just about to ask a very stupid question there by saying which of the four overseas players did you select? But you've just nullified my silly question by telling me how to how to play fantasy cricket. <laughs> <laughs> really fun I definitely recommend it so I I created my team yesterday and obviously there's a game today so I'll let you know if any of my predictions went forward from our past history I'm not I don't I'm not holding my breath on it so (laughs) yeah we've got well you know maybe there's time to redress our our bad track record so let's talk about the the first match that was well not the first match match two because we already spoke about the first match which was um Delhi Capitals versus Kings Punjab and obviously both of us um (laughs) predicted that the Kings Punjab would win and to be fair, yeah. it was pretty close going down to a super over. Oh yeah, very unlucky not to win, and what a super over it was, jeez. But let's just briefly speak about the teams because the Kings Punjab. I was quite interested to see that the universe boss himself, Chris Gale, was not chosen. I have to say, I think that that ended up being a mistake for Kings Punjab because if there's anyone that's good at taking a super over and just going for it, it's Chris Gale. You're absolutely right, and I thought there was. A bit of a strange method of selection for the Super Over, especially when you think Mayank Agarwal made 80-odd, um, which is an extremely high score in a T20 match, and they didn't put him out to do the to do the Super Over. Not only that, they put in Nicholas Poran, who, um, as you pointed out, has the rare exception of being a player who got out for a pair in a T20 match. I mean, that's a stat in itself, no? I mean, yeah. that's hilarious, bagging a pair in a T20. But yes, I think they definitely missed a trick there, sending out Puran with Raul, because Agawal was 89 of 60, and his and his eye was in the game still. He'd only just left the field. So 
I don't understand why they didn't put him back in. Perhaps he didn't want to. Very confusing. But then Glenn Maxwell, I thought, was a good choice for the second batsman. But mm. to get two in a super over, I couldn't yeah. believe it. I think that just speaks to the quality of Kakiso Rabada. He is just an exceptional bowler. And in stark contrast, I'm sad to say, to uh, our own Chris Jordan, who I thought had an absolute shocker uh, in that match. Real shame, real shame. But I have to say, so Delhi Capital started uh, the match off with the bat. And I was I was really not that impressed with, well, especially the openers. But I didn't feel like anyone really sort of took any risks and, and, and looked that powerful until Marcus Joyners came in. And the last three overs, I mean... I don't know how many he scored off the last three, but their total just went up. And I just thought, well, that that's actually a score that's half decent. But before that, mm. I was really unimpressed with their batting. And again, they left out Alex Carey. And I thought that, again, Carey and Stoinis has just come off an amazing series from England. And they did both really well. I, I thought they missed a trick with not playing Carey. Yeah, I, I thought it was a bizarre selection as well. I think that they are perhaps a little bit hampered by the idea that they can only pick four overseas players. Perhaps Alex Carey should have played in place of Shimmer and Hetmeyer. It's probably a wicket-keeping decision as well because they've got Rishabh Pant, who is one of the best keepers in India. I guess I that's agree, though. Just... I think that Hetmeyer was a real passenger in this game. I mean, he got seven off 13, and he just looked really lethargic, even in the field. He kept messing up and and sort of missing opportunities to to stop to prevent runs and I think at one point even sort of the bowler and the wicketkeeper had their arms up in the air like why didn't you stop that yeah I I wasn't impressed by him at all I mean he did redeem himself by catching catching out in the deep of the goal at the end but apart from that yeah I definitely would have chosen Carey over over Hetmeyer I think you've you've said it all really it was pretty much the Marcus Stoinis show and you know with a with an, a very well-deserved round of applause for Kikisa Rabada's super over at the end. So, yeah, that was that was the first match. And let's move on to our dear Sunrisers Hyderabad's first match. Um, yes. So yeah. I'm so, and obviously we were speaking about this before, so intrigued to see who David Warner would choose from the other three foreign players that he's allowed with himself. Yeah. And it was interesting, Kane Williamson was left on the bench, which I thought was a shame. And they went with... Johnny Besto is a partner for David Warner to open, which we were expecting. They also went with the new boy, Mitchell Marsh, yeah. alongside Rashid Khan. So Mohammed Nabi was left out. Now, and- I, can I just point out, I am team Mohammed Nabi, and I, I really thought it was a very bizarre selection to not pick Mohammed Nabi. But just, just as you said, because I know that you said it was bizarre that they didn't select Kane Williamson. And yes, fate did play a particular part because Mitchell Marsh obviously got injured four balls in so that effectively left them with only three overseas players and oh god poor Mitchell Marsh walking out at the end on one leg trying to bat I mean his injury did look pretty nasty and I think he's had problems on that ankle before so I don't know if we're going to see him back for a while and it's a real shame especially as he's you know the new star bowler for the team but oh god it's I feel like the Sunrisers had a lot of bad luck because they started off really well I feel like the first over was was I think that they had quite a big score to chase down on the end, but the first over was looking great. And then Johnny Besto, I think, in the second over scored an amazing six and then went for a four, but that four just caught the bowler's hand and it flipped onto the wicket and oh, David yeah. Warner was out, out of the line. So he was run out and it was the most awkward moment. I just thought, oh gosh, because it just it just really drained the momentum having 
having that sort of fluke happen to the captain in the second over, especially when everyone's expecting this almighty partnership. But um, but I thought Manish Pandey did really well coming in at three and him and Johnny Bairstow got a serious partnership together. So that was great. But apart from that, I feel like all the other batsmen just fell by the wayside, really. I think that's true. I thought it was an unusual decision to send Priam Garg, a young man who's on IPL debut in a real pressure situation, instead of sending in the far more experienced Vijay Shankar, who himself got out for a golden duck. But I think by that point, because young Garg came in and the momentum had just slowed down quite a lot and there was pressure building on all of the batsmen coming in to do something, to get going. And I think that that played in. But that doesn't... I mean, hindsight's a great thing and I think that knowing what we know now about Mitchell Marsh not even surviving an over, you would have replaced... Priyam Garg with uh, Kane Williams then at four because he's he's plays so well at three or four, um, yeah. so and with that run chase it obviously would have been so so much more useful. But hey ho, I think that <laughs> a lot was learned from there. We'll see what the next lineup's going to be without um, Mitchell Marsh. Maybe Kane Williamson will be given a chance. But it was an exciting match. I actually thought that the Royal Challengers Bangalore looked really strong and. And also we got to look at the bench that wasn't used. You've got Moeen Ali and Adam Zampa on the bench that they weren't even used. And I thought they weren't even really missed. I thought RCB are looking really strong. Yeah, I was exactly like you. I didn't really think about RCB looking intimidating and then I watched them play. And you should you should really take it as read that they're going to be quite good if their top four Three of them are Aaron Finch, Virat Kohli, and A.B. de Villiers. And you've got the young lad Devdutt Padikal, who made a 50 on debut. So Again, they're looking strong. He's made a 50 on every debut internationally and first class. Um, uh, so he's looking really, really strong. Yeah, and they're bowlers. You think that the, the bowlers that played, um, you've got players like Umesh Yadav, Dale Stain, with a wonderful new mane of hair, I must add. And you're quite envious of his hair, aren't you? And at 37, I think that's pretty good going. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, And it's so funny, I think a lot of the cricketers are starting to look like the cricketers of the 70s. That's the. I mean, definitely Adam Zampa. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the coronavirus effect. Oh, yeah, Adam Zampa. (laughs) This might sound very strange. He has got got quite um, a mullet. Uh, It was like looking at a character from Home and Away. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love that show. Um, But I'd say the only other thing that I wanted to highlight from that match was that pretty painful looking run out. I think it was Rashid Khan and um, I think it was Abhishek Sharma and Abhishek Sharma looked like he'd done himself an injury, but it was just a calamity. The two batsmen ran into each other in the middle of the field. Um, And I think unfortunately that just summed up the Hyderabad team's night. But anyway, uh, moving on before we go on to talking to the next IPL match, which is uh, Rajasthan against Chennai. Poor old Kolkata are going to have to wait a couple of days. Uh, I managed to watch the England women's match. Uh, I don't know if you caught it. It was the first of a five-match T20 series between England and the West Indies. I didn't catch it, but I'm definitely looking forward to seeing the highlights, having spoken to you about your match report. Oh, yeah, because I was... was being quite quite vociferous at how just how good a player Deandra Dotton is. She was magnificent. She hit one of the biggest sixes I have ever seen. But no, uh, generally the match was actually really enjoyable and there were a few things that I thought. One, England women's cricket, it's like a machine. The, the team is so well trained and for me, there looked like a huge gulf between the two teams. Now, that might not be particularly fair because it's still quite early on in the series and the West Indies have literally only just got here, but 
you think of some of the talent that we've got. Catherine Brunt is mm. fantastic. She's such a good bowler. And she was getting bounce off a length. She was making it look really awkward for everybody. And not only that, Sophie Eccleston, who she's been getting plaudits from everybody. Left arm spinner. And you've got greats of the men's game coming around saying, I think Sophie Eccleston is probably the best spin bowler in the world at the moment. Anyway, um, let's move on. We've got a match coming up today. So it'll be interesting to see um, the Rajasthan Royals in action for the first time this season. We've got Captain Steve Smith. We are sadly without Ben Stokes, but that might make it slightly easier to choose from the other international players because there are a lot of big names in this team. It'll be interesting to see whether they go with Tom Curran because then it would be Tom and Sam up against each other Ooh, in yeah. Chennai versus Rajasthan. So they've obviously got Jofra Archer, Steve Smith, O'Shane Thomas... Tom Curran, as I mentioned, Joss Butler, Andrew Ty, and David Miller. Oh, wow. So, so they've, wow, got they've got a lot, lot. to choose from. It's going to be very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously uh, obviously they're going to go for Smith. I think they'd be daft not to pick Joss Butler and Joffrey Archer. So I'm not Agreed. sure. Maybe maybe and another maybe batsman. David Miller. Maybe David Miller. But I think it depends. It, it seems actually they've been going for pace bowlers. And I think O'Shane Thomas will probably get pipped by Tom Curran just because of Tom Curran's batting. So, yeah, I, if I had to guess, I reckon Steve Smith, Joffrey Archer, Joss Butler and Tom Curran. So very England heavy. Yeah, I think so. But that's that's a really decent team. And then we saw the power of CSK the other night. So I think it's going to be a really, really interesting match. I think um, so. Dare we do predictions for this match? Well, I feel like we should. Um, <laughs> let's, let's see how we fare this time around. I'm also excited because the guy who I selected as my surprise package the sort of the the one that we perhaps don't know but might do quite well Rian Parag is going to be playing for Rajasthan I'd be surprised if they don't pick him um he's gonna probably bat in the middle order hopefully hopefully for me anyway I I thought I thought Chennai looked very strong in the last match and obviously we haven't seen Rajasthan this season and perhaps the extra game that they've had will give Chennai the slight advantage so here we go I'm going to say Chennai will win. Well, I'm going to agree with you, Chris, which means that Rajasthan will probably win. But um, <laughs> I guess we'll see next time we speak. I guess so. Well, uh, yeah, let's round it up there and uh, we will reconvene in a couple of days and see how terribly we predicted this time. But as ever, thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to us yet, we are at 100report on Twitter, at the100report on Instagram. And also we are on YouTube and iTunes and please spread the word and get all your questions in, get all your thoughts and predictions. Uh, you can contact us via any of our socials. So I will say ta for now and we'll speak to you in a few days. Bye from me. See you soon.